안녕하세요. You're listening to Four from On One podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Four from On One podcast. We are three blokes in Korea, and today we had some snow. Last week, if you didn't listen on podcast three, we talked about winter in Korea. You should go back and have a listen. We gave you ideas what you should do in winter. This week has been a white week for us. Jia, how was your winter day? It was uh, pretty cold. Lots of snow. We got about maybe two to three centimeters here in Ilsan. Did you do anything good with the snow? I saw you took some great photos. Yeah. So what happened is uh, during our second period today, my co-teacher and I decided to take the kids out uh, to go play in the snow, throw a couple of snowballs, build some snowmen, uh, make some snow angels and kind of get out because we rarely do that nowadays. Hmm. Somehow snow just makes everyone smile, except for the people on the road, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dreaded uh, taking the car this morning. A little nervous. Not for myself, but for the other drivers. And Hokjun, make any snow angels today? Uh, I was stuck in my office, so um, I just saw. <laughs> I just watching. Uh, like it was. It was really beautiful snowing. Like it was like really snowing light, not like a blizzard or something. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. So was I. Uh, so this today we're going to talk about solar. Next week is a big holiday here in Korea. Uh, me and Joe, we get five days off. Hokjun, how much? How many days do you get off? Same. Yep, the full week. A full week? Why oh, get the whole nice. week off? Monday to Friday. Yeah. yeah so uh, it'll be total nine days off, right? Wow. Including the uh, weekends, all right? Lucky yeah. son of a gun. Gia, you're you. Saturday to Wednesday. Saturday to Wednesday, I believe. Yeah, same. Yeah. All right, Hokjun, do you want to explain why next week is a special week in Korea? Uh, next week, we are going to have a solar holiday in Korea, uh, which is one of the most two biggest festive holidays in Korea. I think uh, a lot of people would know the other one is Chuseok, which is in, uh, in the fall season. Well, solar is the uh, celebrating the Lunar New Year in Korea. So traditionally, we gather around the uh, eldest family's home, and then we share a lot of food, a lot of good things, a lot of chat, and you will going to have a big family thing in Solal. So yeah, Gio, you have a young Korean family. Uh, You got your wife is Korean. Do you want to Mm -hmm. explain some traditions that you and your family go through? Yes. So in in our family, what we'll do, yeah, what we'll do is we'll head over to my in-laws, and the girls and I will actually wear a hanbok, our uh, Korean traditional clothing. And we'll take photos. Um, and then her in-laws will actually give us money. In order to do that, the girls and I, we will bow in front of their parents. And afterward, we usually just make, um, oh gosh, is it songpyeon? Is that what it's called? The, the rice cake? Uh, the songpyeon? Yeah, I believe it's songpyeon, or sometimes we'll make kind of like festive foods like that. But like he said, we'll just, we'll have lots of food, we'll drink, we'll laugh. I'll be excluded because I don't speak Korean. So I'm just kind of... <laughs> <laughs> just nod your head. Uh, you yeah, I, I, nod, I, I, I take yeah. photos. And yeah. basically that's, that's it. It's just a, a joyful moment just to spend with the family, just to have a nice uh, few days off. So the last few years, uh, Korea hasn't done lockdowns, but if you don't know, we've been doing restrictions on people in rooms or in places. So I assume family traditions have really been affected the last two years. Hokjun, has it affected your solar new year the last two years, the coronavirus? 
Well, um, actually, for me, it is not. But um, like some people who have big family, like great grandparents and mm -hmm. grandparents, their parents, and like if they have their child, then you know they will get to the uh the restriction about it. I think that affects them, but I'm um, not for me. Uh, luckily, so I get to see my cousin, uh, and I get to see my um. My beautiful little uh, sister's son. I don't know how how you call in English. <laughs> Your uh, nephew. Oh, my nephew. Yeah, yeah. It was great time for me. Mm. Always. So that's one really good thing that's happened with the how Chris uh, handle it. Because in Australia, any like births of a cousin or a new sibling or something in a mm -hmm. different state, people haven't been able to go visit their new cousin or whatever uh, for like months or even year. Uh, in Australia, so that's that's one really cool thing here in Korea that with the lockdown. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but that's, that's a cool thing. Geo, Geo, how about you, mate? Has coronavirus sort of changed the traditions compared to pre-COVID? Um, well, I mean, the last two years we've kind of just done the same thing. I, if anything, it kind of hindered my in-laws' plans because they would always take a, you know the road trips uh, heading south. Um, but yeah, because of that, nobody really wants to gather anymore. I mean, it's it's fine for everybody else. It's fine for us because my in-laws are just 10 minutes down the road so we could see them frequently. So, yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I to, to be honest, it's pretty easy here in Korea. Like, it could be way worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gio, what about before coronavirus? I understand you did a lot of uh, vacations and trips and you took advantage of your holidays. What's some stuff you did? I did because as we mentioned before, being an English teacher here, you, you rarely get a chance to have like long extended vacations. Unlike public school teachers have up like eight weeks a year. Um, so anytime I had a three, four day weekend, my butt was in a different country. So <laughs> uh, at least in 2013, I actually got LASIK surgery that year. And so I oh, spent wow. the four days. Yeah, I, I, it was something I knew I wanted to get done before I came to Korea. I did a lot of research, did a lot of YouTube videos, read some blogs. And so my first year here, I got it done and I had recovered uh, for four days in my apartment, just pitch black, put, I taped uh, garbage bags to my windows to not let any light in at all. Um, so you did this in the States? I did this in Korea. Oh, in Korea. Wow. Yeah. In Ansan, it's very popular. Yep. It's very, very popular to do in Korea. Yeah. Yeah. I wore glasses my whole life. And so I just decided enough was enough yeah. already. I was kind of sick of the context. Uh, and then 2014, I went to the Philippines. I went to uh, this little island just outside of uh, um, Manila. It was called Puerto Galera, and I took a, like a two-hour bus ride down to Batangas and took like a, an hour ferry from there and stayed on this tropical resort. It was amazing. Uh, 2015, I was living in China at the time, and they kind of have their extravagant new year to where they take off the whole month of January for Chinese celebrations. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And then in 2016, I was in Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia. I was having dinner on the, the Petronas Towers, I believe, or actually a, at a building on a rooftop across the street from the Petronas Towers. And that was sick. Just the view itself, watching the fireworks and joining in the celebrations. And then last year, we actually went to Walmido. We booked a little uh, hotel. Just uh, where, you, you know where uh, like Incheon is? Like the Chinatown over mm. there? That's where yeah. Walmido is. Yeah. So yeah. We, we booked a place there and it was really nice. We actually did one of those like vintage photo shoots where we got to like dress up from like the 1950s or the 40s era. And it was, it was a good time. Nice. You killed mm -hmm. it. I did, man. Um, I, I slayed my what about Pak Jun, any Did you do any of these sort of vacations like you know, during solar? Personally, I haven't done much. So how about you, buddy? 
Well, um, I went to Bali a couple of times. It was great. I really like to do a surfing. So that place is like heaven for me. And yeah. then like in uh, Balinese people, they are really kind to everybody, I think. It's like cheap. Everything is cheap. Yeah. So uh, like if you go to a like street food cart, everything is like 30 cents, less than a dollar. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that, that's great experience. And then like you will, you will have the uh, like beautiful ocean. You will have the uh, like volcanic mountains. You will have the uh, like tropical jungle in there. So um, where did I, you I really stay? Recommend you. If you don't mind me asking, um, where did you stay when you were there? I stayed in three different places. Uh, one is called Kuta. And the other is Ubud. Ubud, right? So was, popular. Mm -hmm. uh, the other one was uh, far in north. Uh, I don't remember the uh, actual name. Mm -hmm. um, but that, that place is very famous for the dolphin. So if oh, you nice. Google it, I think you will, you will find it in Google. By chance, when you're in Ubud, did you happen to go to that monkey forest? The monkey bamboo yes, forest? Yes, I did. Oh, yeah. yeah I did. Nice. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, I hate those monkeys. Right? Little <laughs> yeah. thieves, aren't they? I yeah. actually had a friend told me, she warned me about this because she went before I did, and she said she actually got bit by one of the monkeys, so they had to rush her to the hospital oh, to get a rabies yeah. shot. Yeah. And so because mm -hmm. of that, I was very hesitant about going. I'm glad I, I eventually did go, but I just made sure to stay away from them. I didn't have any bananas, yeah, no true. snacks on me. I just minded my own business. Yeah. And like the guy who uh, introduced me to the uh, this monkey park, uh, mm -hmm. they told me that, okay, uh, you don't want to wear any shining thing. And right. Then, mm -hmm. um, don't put your phones out a lot because right. it will attract them. And then they will eventually take them from you. Yeah. So, so yeah. Pickpockets. <laughs> little little, little thieves. thieving monkeys. Mm -hmm. All right. So boys, you're saying like the three things to do in Salah is no coronaviruses. Either you do the traditional stuff, you go overseas to where there's some summer or some eat, or actually I reckon next week would be a great time to go skiing. Hok Jun, I wish I could go skiing with you next week. That would be cool. Oh yeah. Is that the three okay. options? Is that is that what you're saying? Tradition, summer vacation, or go skiing, yeah? Well, actually, for me, I um, the three things that I've been in solar is doing the traditional thing and mm. uh, the travel. Mm. And the other is really, really little, little family gathering. You guys mentioned some food that you eat that you, during um, solar. What's some of this food that would be... You mentioned songpyeon, which is like a dessert. Is there any other food that you could say that's solar-related food? So um, uh, if you guys remember the uh, first podcast, Tokku was the uh oh yeah the rice cake yeah, soup yeah 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 oh. the, yeah the food of solau actually um this is what i think about the uh, korean traditional food in solau uh, if you compare it to chuseok those two things are very very different so the chuseok i, I told you guys is in the um, fall time right so yeah. it's it's about the uh, like seasonal food and seasonal fruits and everything but um in solau this is middle of the hard winter. So we go homemade liquors and then tokku or mandukku, the dumpling soup or the galbi chim or like shike or sujongwa yeah. or some some like dried fishes. I think solal food is not uh, seasonal food. It's more like reserved food kind of thing, yeah. like reserved uh, food material mm. that we are using. So this, this is, is very one basic and just, yeah, it's traditional flavor. Uh, I think I think it's a it's a kind of opposite. 
Oh really? Okay, yeah, sorry. Because um, uh, the seasonal seasonal food you just go with the uh, nature, but um, uh, if it is not, then you know you will do a lot of tricks to make them much more tastier. Mm. So like um, to preserve the taste? Uh, not like that, but um, like you cannot get the uh, like really really fresh ingredient in the uh, middle of winter time. So yes. you will have some like you will use some fermented uh, food. Uh, mm -hmm. If you're saying uh, the preserved taste is is yeah. it is it is it what you meant? Like yes, yeah, I understand. Right. Yeah. Yep, yep. Then, okay. Yeah. Then uh, yeah, we are using a lot of soy sauce in there, like doenjang and kimchi there. So. And okay. what about games? I know I talked to someone about it today. Do you know Yut Nori game? <laughs> it's, it's it's probably pronounced wrong, but. <laughs> Okay. Do you know Yut Nori? Uh, I don't know anything. The, the stick game. Goes yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yunori. Yes. Yeah. It's a. It's a Yunori. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> this is a game that you guys play. Yes. Yeah. There's five sticks included, if I'm not mistaken. So there's like a board with a bunch of circles, or it could be dots, and the objective is to move these coins or whatever pieces you choose around this board by flipping these sticks. Obviously, Hakjun is going to explain the rules and the the names of each move, um, but that's basically the basis from, from what I remember. Hakjun, do you play this game? Yeah, um, actually, there's a uh, four sticks you're using. Oh, okay. Oh, really? And uh, it will have the uh, the front side and back side. So in the front side, it's going to be a dark color. Uh, back side will be much more light color. So you will get to have five different moves. So we call Doge Kalyut Mo. I think that's that's the uh, five zodiacs from like twelve zodiac sign. Mm -hmm. mm. And Do means go one, Ge two, Ger three, Yut four, Mo is five. So I can see uh, Giovanni's face is confusing because there's <laughs> only four sticks, and then why right. the hell is going five? If you get four straight backside. That's a yut, so you go four. If you have four straight front side, that's a mo. You oh, go five. Okay. And uh, each yut and mo, uh, you can uh, throw one more time. All right. So this is sort of thing like to go on to what we're going to talk about next. It's a bit hard to do over a podcast. So me and the boys, we're talking about doing some vlogs and YouTube. Gio, do you want to mention like this is a perfect example where we could put this game on YouTube and sort of not play the whole game, but just sort of show how it is played. We're going to show some interesting stuff. We don't do cheesy stuff, but do you want to explain <laughs> what our ventures are going to be, Gio? Yeah, so for basically for any listener, myself included, you know, when I listen to other different things, different ideas or other different aspects of culture, I'm more of like a, like a visual kind of person to where I need to physically see it, maybe research it, see with my own eyes to kind of understand how it works. And this previous example about Yutnori is a prime example so in our early episodes, when we're talking about, you know, different types of dishes we like to eat or places we like to go, the, the purpose of these vlogs is to kind of give our listeners and viewers, you know, exactly the same perspective that we see and eat and feel and breathe every single day of our lives while we're here in Korea. And we're very excited to actually kick that off this upcoming weekend, if all goes well. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we're going to film some stuff. We are not experts in uh, editing. That's something this whole uh, community is about. We're trying to just improve on all things. So please bear with us and we're improving our podcasting. We're open to any advice or any suggestions and that's what's going to happen. We're going to do some vlogging this weekend. Get Hok Jun on uh, camera eating hmm, bondegi. <laughs> yeah, bondegi is one of my favorite. 
Uh, oh, you he, like it? Yeah, because I'm the uh, original Korean. <laughs> have you I tried that before I've... keith bondegi bon yeah i've yeah. tried it I'm, okay. I'm not a fan i'm not a fan you... yeah same what about juju i've i've eaten it a couple of times i i can't i can't just, rep just to let people know i think in english it would be like a silkworm yeah like I think exactly it's like a like a pupa like a, a cocoon pupa that's the word yeah that's yeah it's, exactly yeah, it's it. a pupa yeah so very recently uh i went looking to see what four for manwa like the four beers we could get in this convenience store and I saw that there's a Budok beer. If you don't know, Budok is normally this famous ramen that's all over the world. That's the YouTube videos of a very spicy ramen. Somehow they've been linked to a beer. So I'm going to get one of the boys to drink one of that this weekend. Ooh. See if it's any good. I'm going to nominate Gio. I'll try it. Yeah. All right. So, is it spicy? So keep we don't an know. eye out. That's the we'll, mystery. Yeah. <laughs> Keep an eye out on our on YouTube. We haven't created the site or anything, but I'm sure it'll be the similar name and we'll keep that updated. Uh, Geo, we have four in our podcast name, four for mana. We're going to act twice, actually. Yes. Do you want to say in Korea why four is significant in Korea? Yeah, so a little thing, a little fun fact for our fourth episode. So in Korea, the number four is actually like considered unlucky number, almost kind of like an omen. I guess to the Western uh -oh. world, it'd be like 13. So the number four actually derives from Chinese, which is Sa, which is close to death, right? Mm. So lots of times, especially like in elevators, you won't actually see the number four button. Instead, it's replaced with the letter F. Oh, really? Oh, yes. So yeah. next time you're in an elevator in Korea, look at the elevator buttons. The four will oh, probably not, not likely be there, but the letter F will. And the uh, second thing, this is actually, this, I don't know if this is really popular here, but my mom actually told me this when she was here visiting a couple of weeks ago, um, that there's actually a four second rule here. Hyukjun, do you know what the four second rule is? Have you heard of it? Uh, is it uh, goes something like with the uh, three second rule? <laughs> well, no, no. If something touches the floor, you have three seconds to eat it. No. <laughs> well, it's 10 seconds. In Australia, it's 10 seconds. Is it? Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. You guys are generous. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, apparently my mother-in-law told her this, um, it's, it has to do with, uh, intersections and crossing streets. Apparently mm -hmm. after a light turns, you know, green, once you get like that green man, so you can walk across, you have to yeah. count to four seconds. Cause a lot of times traffic doesn't yield to pedestrians. So they're constantly running the lights. So I've actually been applying that. So every time I'm about to cross the street, I count to four seconds and then I cross. Because I can't tell you how many times I've almost been like hit by cars and I'm not even jaywalking. And I find myself having like yell and scream at the top of my lungs at them, but to no avail because it's just, it's just something that they do. So the four yeah. second rule is before crossing the street, count to four seconds. Yeah, that's true. Like yeah, uh, in, in Korea, we're driving like the uh, old New Yorkers. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> like you're the only ones on the road. <laughs> yeah, that's mm -hmm. true. Like we driving, you know, all over you. So you just watch out. Yeah, yep. the four-second rule will save your lives in Korea. It will. Yep. Yeah, mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone knows what the media right turn rule is. Like, I don't even know what the rule. I try to go across the road and people are just constantly cutting in on me or whatever. So, yeah, I think uh, we'll have to figure that one out. Now, just before we leave this traditional sort of theme about Solo New Year in Korea, uh, what's some places that you guys think that there could be some traditional festivities or something? I got a couple. I don't know if they actually do festivities, but I really recommend them. I've been to Gonju Tombs, uh, the Royal Tombs in Gonju, and I totally recommend going there. 
boys, do you have any suggestions that might have some traditional festivities during the solar new year? Well, I don't want to be that guy who gives like the most cliche plays, but I know that uh, Gyeongbokgung Palace, if you wear- The main palace, yep. Yeah, the main palace. Yep. If you rent a, a hanbok, you can actually get into the palace for free. Mm-hmm. Free yeah, admission. That's, mm-hmm. that's good advice. That's quite true in many places. If you wear the hanbok, the traditional clothes, they may let you in free. I think the second place I was going to recommend is Jeonju. I totally recommend Jeonju. I love Jeonju so much as a Hanok village, the old school village. And I think some of those places do the same thing that Gia recommended is if you wear the handbook, you can get into some of the places free. Yeah. They're not expensive. Even if you don't wear the handbook, the career is so affordable. Yeah. What about you, Hokjun? Any places do you recommend? Um, so um, you just met the, uh, the tomb, tomb of the king. Yeah. You know, there's one really, really cool place in Korea, like in the middle of a beautiful Gangnam area. There's mm-hmm. a there's a really, really great, uh, well-known king tomb. Uh, it's actually Sondung. I think you guys know the name of the uh, location. Sondung actually means the King Jungjong's tomb. Uh, it is really, really huge park in the middle of Gangnam. In the yeah. middle of the uh, Tehran Street. Yeah, I've been there. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. If you go there in the uh, spring or autumn season, mm. then you will see like really, really great grasses or the, uh, the yellow and red leaves in the middle of skyscrapers. Scrapers. Yeah, yeah, the skyscrapers. It's, it's really <laughs> great scenery. Yes. Yeah, it's totally hidden inside the skyscrapers. Yeah, like you just hustle bustle and then it's just peaceful park slash tombs, slash just nature. It's really nice. Yeah. Nice. That's Never true. been there. I really recommend. Do you guys know the uh, the person named Dejanggum? No. Okay, then um, I will explain later. <laughs> <laughs> Save that for future. <laughs> All right, boys, if you um, haven't been following us on Instagram, which is pretty much everyone, uh, we have got some great word of the days and we're trying to keep it quite relevant and quite uh, fresh. But my pronunciation of words is terrible. Even though I think I can read words, obviously my pronunciation is terrible because every time I speak Korean, you guys laugh at me. So we have one of the, the word I released uh, recently is, <laughs> uh, not word, but the sentence is how much. Gio, do you know how to say how much? Olmayeyo. Wow. Oh, Did I kill correct, it? Uh, professional? Yeah. That's a, that's a native pronunciation. Ding, ding, ding. And then I was trying to get us to build a sentence. So train, what's train in Korean? I only know subway. I don't know train. Train is gicha. Oh, gicha. Yeah, gicha. And then how about train ticket? Uh, how about train ticket? Oh, this train one's ticket. easy. Gicha pyo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Hokjun, how would we say how much is the train ticket? Is it Does it all line up or not? Yeah, it all line up. Kichapyo, ormaeyo. Ooh. So again, noun goes first. Yeah. Okay. Right? The object goes first. Is that right? Well, yeah. yeah. Essentially, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's basically like yeah. train ticket. How much? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So sort yeah. of swaps. Yeah. That's cool. So follow along. Uh, Gio, do you want to give any updates about our socials? What's happening with your website? You're working so hard, little man. Yeah. So basically, our form is growing. We're getting lots of views. Lots of visitors are coming to the site. So if you haven't already, our link can be found in our Instagram for Fermon Wan. Once you access the link, if you want to become a member, sign up. It's free. Join the forum. Ask us questions. Share photos. 
If you're here in Korea, maybe share some places you may have visited that you'd like to share with us hosts, and we'd be more than happy to get back to you on that. Yeah, so we've been here quite a long time. So maybe there's some viewers out there or some followers that if you don't know anything about Korea and you've got a question, please ask us. And if it's a really good question, I'm sure we might bring it up on the podcast. There's probably some stuff that we just don't know that people don't know, so we don't talk about it. But there are some, uh, I know if I go to Italy or France, there's so many questions I have to ask to go to these countries. Hak Jun, yep. how have you found the first two weeks of doing the podcast? Great. I said. <laughs> Very sincere. Yeah. Tonight's the most sober you've probably been, yeah? Yeah, so I just I, I just got out of my office, surprisingly, and then, you know, just right back to my place. So there's no time to drink some. But um, right now I'm sipping my makgeolli. So, and what is makgeolli? Go ahead, tell everybody. What is it? Oh wow! Which one blast? Okay, uh, makgeolli is uh, one of the well-known, really well-spread Korean drink. It's made out of rice and yeast. Mm -hmm. It's it's really easy. It's, uh, you make a uh, steamed rice. Mm -hmm. and mix it with the yeast and put some little water and put it in the uh, cool place like four or five days and then you you will get your makgeolli it's it's really easy and it's quite it's not it's not strong is it it's only like a couple of percent alcohol yeah is that right uh i'm so i've i've had some pretty strong makgeolli myself oh, really? i'll have like maybe like a half bottle in and i'm already spinning all over the place then again i could be a lightweight who knows <laughs> Okay, so, um, but yeah, it looks milky flavor, like not milky flavor, but milky look. It's got the white. Yeah, and it's usually enjoyed in like in a saucer or like a little bowl. Yeah, like a cat bowl. <laughs> kind of, yeah. You just yeah. kind of just. Yeah, that's a traditional thing. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So on um, behalf of the boys, it's been a great two weeks. We really want to thank everyone who's been listening and following along. Uh, we've had a blast. It's I can't believe it's only been two weeks, boys. It's been less than two weeks, probably. Yes. Um, and we're constantly trying to improve ourselves. So please keep following along. We're trying to make our podcast better, our editing better, and we're going to venture into some new stuff. So keep an eye out for all of that. I think, boys, we are done. Pok Jun, do you want to say goodbye? Uh, like Keith said, um, I really appreciate uh, you guys bearing my sorry-ass English and uh, keep listening to our podcast and like little introduce of myself I'm, I'm really outgoing person so like if you're in Seoul or if you're in uh, Itaewon area you can put it on the uh, post on the forum I'm in Seoul so um, maybe you can you know share some drink and I will teach you some Korean like useful ones all right Wonderful. everyone that sounds a little creepy though, right? <laughs> and I was just about to say, you brought up Stranger Danger before. Aren't you the uh, hypocrite? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hawk join you later. All right. Later, guys. All right. Have a good evening, everybody. Thanks for listening. Until next okay. time.